Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to another edition of Dining at Disney Podcast. We've got some travel deals for you, and our hostess with the most is Kristen is here with a way to save you money on your next Disney trip, Kristen. Yeah, uh, coming this spring and for early summer, you can save up to 25% on select Disney Resort hotels, and this deal is for Walt Disney World. So if you are looking to go March 1st through the 31st, which is just around the corner, you can save up to 20%. And if you are looking for April 10th through July 10th, you can save up to 25%. Love it. How can people email you to start saving money on their next Disney vacation, any cruise line, or adventures by Disney? You can contact me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. From the Gator Framework Studio in Music City, it's the Dining at Disney Podcast. You know the thing about Big Food? It brings folks together all walks of life. You'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney Podcast. Welcome to the Dining at Disney Podcast. I'm Kristen, Disney park enthusiast, foodie, travel expert, and goofball. <laughs> I am Big Bubba, former Disneyland cast member, college program alum, uh, magic key holder, future club 33 member, and just a goofball also. <laughs> goofball number three, Aljon here, the producer of the program, also content creator, big Star Wars, Disney, and Marvel fan, fellow podcaster, and welcome to the show. <laughs> if you haven't already, make Sorry. sure you like, subscribe, and click that notification bell. Today, we are going to be talking about a lot, a lot of food news. Yay. Sorry, I'm having a coughing fit. It's really dry in here, and I feel just super dry. I'm drinking some water, so talk amongst yourselves. Talk some, I'll bring up mute you for the show. Uh, (laughs) so we've got everything from Disneyland news to Walt Disney World news, lots of stories. Now, Bubba, I know you've got two for Disneyland for us. Oh, and I've been waiting for one of these to come out because it's usually they would announce this in January, but they announced it a couple days ago. They are having Star Wars night come back, but also they're having a throwback night. A special one. So um, these are the Disneyland After Dark events. They just had the Sweetheart, Sweetheart Nights uh, at Disneyland a couple days ago. There was a few nights. So these are no different uh, time-wise, but when it comes to what's going to happen, it's going to be totally different. So this is uh, you from... You can enter the park at 6 p.m. if you buy one of these tickets for Star Wars Night or for the Throwback Night. Um, And the party begins at 9 p.m. and it goes all the way to 1 a.m. 
Um, you can write some popular attractions for, um, and then you'll get free digital downloads. Uh, you'll also get a commemorative keepsake, including a souvenir credential and an event guide map. Uh, so it'll help you remember your experience. So Disneyland throwback nights are April 18th and April 20th. Uh, with this, it's going to be one of the coolest daddy-o, don your favorite flashback fashions and join them. Uh, this is going to be debonair days of the 50s and 60s. You could take a trip down memory lane to relive some of Disney's classic past and music with live entertainment that pays tribute to the first decade of the Disneyland park. Mickey Mouse and his friends will also sport retro outfits along with some visits from nostalgic characters, which uh, will make some great photo moments. Uh, some of the highlights, you can gaze upon the fantasy in the sky at nighttime. It's a spectacular they're doing to give nod to the same name firework display they had back in 1957 that first illuminated the Disneyland park at night, which is pretty cool. Do the twist, the mashed potato and bunny hop on your way to dance parties around Disneyland park with bands and DJs inspired by the era. Uh, snack like it's 1955 with treats that are inspired by the park's early days made once again just for this event. Now that's pretty cool. Uh, picture yourself in vintage backdrop or photo backdrops of attractions and posters from yesteryear like Skyway and Utopia and from even timeless Disney films captured by Disney photo pass photographers during the party. Um, you can enjoy attractions such as Peter Pan's Flight, Pirates of the Caribbean, and Jungle Cruise for after-hour access. And like I said, you can enter the park at 6 p.m. Uh, there will be no theme park reser reservation for that. So you can enter the park at 6 p.m. without a reservation. Now, Star Wars Night. They usually just had two nights. They have four nights now of Star Wars nice. Night. May 2nd, May 4th, Star Wars Day. May 8th and May 11th. Uh, so what's going to be happening here? You're going to have the Star Wars Celebrate the Night Fireworks that illuminates the skies with pyrotechnic spectacle set to the powerful music of Mr. John Williams and Star Wars. Prepare for Captain Phasma and her stormtroopers during the March of the First Order in Tomorrowland. That is pretty cool. I highly recommend you guys check that out. They'll also be searching for the resistant spy. Uh, you may encounter travelers across the galaxy, such as Tusken Raiders and Jawas. Get ready to master the lightsaber. This is one of my personal favorite things to do. Um, lightsaber instructional demonstrations where you learn how to handle a lightsaber through the series of elite moves. So bring your inner Jedi. Picture yourself in dynamic photo backdrops featuring some of the galaxy's favorite heroes and villains captured by Disney's photo pass photographers. Also explore themed snacks such as galactic churros and other out of this world sweets. And once again, this begins at 6 p.m. You can enter the park at that time. You don't need a reservation, but you will need tickets. There will be a limited number of tickets that go on pre-sale for magic key holders beginning February 21st, no earlier than 9 p.m. or 9 a.m. Sorry. And then yesterday, on February, right? yeah, yesterday it was yesterday. So what's today? The 22nd. Yeah. So tomorrow tickets go on sale to the public uh, at no earlier than 9 p.m. So be ready for that. This is such a availability. Or yeah, 9 a.m. Did I say 9 p.m.? Yeah. Oh, it says PT. So it's like Pacific Standard Time. 9 a.m. <laughs> Pacific Standard Time. 
Uh, so if you're traveling from the East Coast, just letting you know. Um, as for prices, I'm trying to look. Uh, it doesn't show on the main page, but the also oh, Kia Magic Key pre tickets were sold out. They range from $149 to $169, depending on the day of the event. I believe this also goes for um, the throwback night, but I'll double check that for you. So um, like I said, early admission, you got all sorts of stuff going on. It's last year, you know, we did go to it. We were kind of skeptical on what to do this year because we had an okay experience. Just I'm hoping the spread out of four days instead of two days, would keep the keep it light each night. I mean, I know May fourth is probably going to be the busiest night because oh, it's Star yeah. Wars Day, which is the day we went last year. I don't know if we might go this year that day if we do decide to go. But um, it's definitely if you're if you're a Star Wars fan, this is something you have to do, and it's so much fun. It, it can be so much fun. Just like I said, it all depends on how many tickets they sell each night. So I'm hoping it's not too busy because the lines for the photos were very long last year. That was kind of the biggest, the second biggest problem. The first biggest problem was the themed snacks that they had, which basically sold out. Yeah, which basically sold out when the party started on certain items. And, you know, certain things aren't available on the app, but, uh, you know, you have to wait in line. So we'll see kind of what happens. People had a little bit of the same problem with the Sweethearts Nights that just happened. Um, but I don't think it was as bad as it was last year. So hopefully they fix some things up when it comes to these themed nights, especially throwback night. I'm thinking uh, the later dates for that would be better because I think everybody, like their instinct's going to be to go on the 4th. And if they can't go the 4th to get the tickets for the 2nd because it's the closest to the 4th, yeah. Can, yeah. So, and throwback night is uh, tickets are 129 to $145 per person. And they go on sale also tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. <laughs> well, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, I'm about to say, I'm excited. I, I, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Everybody knows it. Al Jones is just as big as me. So, <laughs> the throwback one sounds like something Cat would really enjoy. Oh, yeah. If you're into the old, you know, the Walt Disney era, just throwbacks and e-tickets, all that. That would be awesome if they gave out e-tickets, you know, that night. You know, oh, you know, yeah. oh, here's your e-ticket for Peter Pan and stuff like that. So maybe that's something they might do. Maybe I spoiled something. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> maybe you just gave me an idea for doing it next time, right? Oh, yeah. If you're Disney, if you're listening, that's something you could do. <laughs> Okay, so you've got a story that has to do with Disney California Adventure. Yes, and almost I'm very excited for this. Um, it's beginning the summer of 2003, and construction has already began. Pacific Wharf will turn into San Francisco from Big Hero Six. So, um, like, it's, it's part of the Disney 100 celebration. You'll be able to step into a new, new air. Um, area the san francisco square and discover new offerings inspired by baymax and friends so uh, you'll be transported into the not too distant future with the fictional mashup of two iconic cities san francisco and tokyo as the tech industry began to merge and the local fish trade fell hard on times entrepreneurs came to the re to reinvent the seaside canneries 
into vibrant multicultural district of neighborhood restaurants and small businesses where you'll be able to eat and shop. Uh, so San Francisco, Tokyo Gate Bridge will be constructed that and if you've seen these pictures, they, the bridge looks very awesome. I already pictured in my head how they're going to do it. So um, how you know everything's going to look and this looks amazing. So once you cross the bridge, you'll catch a view of the floating wind turbine atop the old fish net cannery, powering the district from the high of the sky. Uh, clues to the area's storied and charming past can be found in details throughout San Francisco Square. square. Um, Pacific Wharf home to eateries featuring sourdough bread, ice cream sundaes, delicious, delicious Mexican fare, Asian dishes, and more. You'll be able to still enjoy all the favorite Pacific Wharf dining locations during the transformation. Uh, just a heads up on that because you know you got to get your bread bowl at Pacific Wharf. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, so it should be complete this summer. You'll find uh, similar favorites like suits and freshly baked bread bowls, as well as many new Asian inspired uh, selections from, uh, well, the new port of San Francisco, Sokio, served, oh, I'm Mexican, I can't even say, Cervecia <laughs> draws inspiration from its tricultural influences and sign uh, signage in English, Japanese, and Spanish. Outside will be a fun and inviting beer garden, awesome, decorated Yay. with festoon lights and papal picados. Uh, San Francisco Public Square Works Department is hard at work on this transformation. Be sure to stay tuned to us so we can give you guys some more updates on this once we get them. But this looks amazing coming once again this summer at California Adventure. I cannot wait for this. I love Big Hero 6 too. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see how that all turns out. It's just, you know, like when California Adventure opened, you know, 2001, they, you know, they had this great idea, you know, keep it California, stuff like that. But I love the reinventing of everything they're doing over the years, bringing in Cars Land, bringing in Marvel Land, changing Buena Vista Street. I mean, it's just, and now this right here, you know, Pixar, I'll say with Pixar Pier and everything. Now this is the new, you know, new thing coming. And I, it's going to be, some people will be sentimental, you know, like my wife, you know, she used to work at Pacific Wharf Cafe, serving bread bowls, making, sell, selling sourdough, all that. But uh, it's, it's going to be, it's like I said, they're still going to have some great stuff there. Hopefully they'll keep the bread bowls. <laughs> we'll see. It seems that they would have to because yeah, it's, it's yeah. so San Francisco. Yeah, exactly. With the signature bread bowl, you know, sourdough bread and everything. Yeah, they mm -hmm. have to keep it. So just keep it, Disney. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, now we're going to head over to the East Coast and talk a little bit about Epcot's Flower and Garden Festival. We know some of the booths that will be coming to this year's festival so the first one is a new one and it is called brunch cot i think we know what that's going to be all about uh next is ardine day fiesta so that's over in the mexico pavilion pineapple promenade is coming back the honey bistro <laughs> i like that name it's very cute. Trowels and Trellis is coming back. I actually have one of their little plastic like souvenir cups from like the first year that that booth 
came out and it sits on my desk and I use it as a uh, pencil holder, <laughs> pencil holder. pen holder. Yep. Uh, Northern Bloom over by the Canada Pavilion. We have the Brown Market, which is over at the Germany Pavilion. I picture you there. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. Uh, Hanami over in Japan. And then over, uh, you also have La Isla Fresca and Magnolia Terrace, which is over by the American Adventure Pavilion, which makes complete sense. And of what we know, last but not least, is Primavera Kitchen at the Italy Pavilion. So those are the ones that we do know will be coming this year. So. I love the booth styles. I love how each of them look. They, I mean, they they fit the theme of what their name is, and oh, I wish no. they kind of did that at California Adventure. They, all the booths just look the same when they do their festivals and stuff. But these are, wow, these look amazing. Yeah, I like the way they do them at Walt Disney World. They've like over time, they've kind of evolved mm -hmm. and become better and better. <laughs> um. So it's, I like seeing, I like seeing them uh, do a really good job of integrating at each of them, like the different uh, fruits and vegetables and things like that, that go into the dishes and having them on display as well. So that, that I think makes it a lot of fun, uh, being able to tie in, you know, the garden part with the food. I'm a bit jealous you guys have that world pavilion there that i wish they would bring it over here that would be amazing <laughs> <laughs> well one day you're gonna have to come out this way i know yeah. i know we're trying <laughs> <laughs> it will happen one day one day one day but yeah so they said there's 15 boots and right now only 12 are announced so oh, another three that's man that's a lot of boots yeah yeah, they keep, they've added to it over time, and I like what they've done with it, and the way, like I said, the way that they integrate the seasonal fruits and vegetables into those dishes. Yeah. It's really nice. I will say that they do a really nice job, like, for the Festival of the Arts of showcasing culinary arts in the artistry behind, you know, food and plating. Um, and then, you know, bringing in, like I said, the freshness and the seasonal stuff for flower and garden. Uh, it's hard to say, like, I feel like now it's really hard to say that you no know, food and wine is is like the event because the other the other festivals have really stepped up their game over the years that that you know you can't go wrong going anytime anymore if you're yeah. a foodie and you're wanting to hit these limited time festivals yeah yeah exactly and I mean, flower and garden, it's uh, every year, it just, I know it from even online people talking about it, it just steps up even more and more. So. Uh-huh. So 
Another thing going on is new dates added for the Disney After Hours events. So they're doing the H2O Glow After Hours, which takes place over at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park. It's going to reopen this spring. Uh, and it's all about lights and being in the water. So it's, it's a very cool. Um, they have a special themed menu of snacks and treats that you can enjoy while you're there. Um, they also have some must not miss characters like Stitch that you can get your pictures with. They have a DJ dance party that takes place. So that's really cool if you like water parks and are looking for something fun and different to do. And then over at Disney's Hollywood Studios, they're bringing back the, uh, um, they're adding more dates for their popular Disney After Hours experience. So that's going to be nice that there's going to be more of that going on. Uh, May 20th is when they are going to kick off some new experiences at Typhoon Lagoon, as well as June 1st at Epcot. Uh, it says over at Magic Kingdom Park. Uh, they're going to have some stuff going on there through March 27th. And Disney's Hollywood Studios will be adding uh, additional dates beginning May 3rd. And this is going to give some new ways to experience Disney magic. Uh, it says event tickets for Epcot, Disney's Typhoon Lagoon, and Disney's Hollywood Studios can uh, be purchased by all guests starting March 3rd. Prices are gonna be from $75 to $149. Of course, that is pre-tax. Um, hotel guests will be able to purchase their Disney After Hour tickets for Epcot and Typhoon Lagoon as early as February 28th. So that is just a few days away. Um, and it says you have to be staying at a, a Walt Disney World Resort Hotel, or you can also be staying at Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Hotels or Shades of Green. Uh, Disney Vacation Club members as well as annual pass holders can purchase uh, specially priced tickets for select dates. Uh, if you head over to DisneyWorld.com after hours, you will see a full list of the events, dates, times, and of course, pricing to purchase your tickets. You can do all of that there. I like that they are bringing back some of these new uh, experiences and adding for the first time over at Epcot them having an after hours which i think is going to be awesome because now you have guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind yeah. that is a huge hit you have remy's ratatouille adventure frozen ever after there's there's more attractions there now that guests really want to enjoy that will the light cycles be open by that time i know oh, it opens in april 
Oh, that Magic Kingdom. Okay, I'll think in Epcot. See, this is why. I, this is why I need to go to <laughs> Disney World because you guys got so much stuff and so so many parks. <laughs> is, oh, so I know. <laughs> it really is. It's, it is crazy. I can't uh, imagine somebody trying to plan their first trip to Walt Disney World without using either a travel agent or a friend that they know that is is an annual pass holder. Yeah. Or, you know, is somebody who... I would say, I would even think a travel agent is just what you need. So, theme parks at cruises at gmail.com. That's <laughs> Kristen's email. She'll help you out with your... As soon as I get my first visit in, I know. I mean, <laughs> I got I mean, to contact it's, you. It's overwhelming. I All bet. It's overwhelming have. here. And we only got two theme parks and a downtown Disney. So it's just think about how it is over there. Oh, it's insane. <laughs> and it's ever growing and ever changing. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Okay, Baba. So... I'm very excited that we now know that Narcosis, which is over at Disney's Grand Florian Resort and Spa, that they will be reopening on April 1st. No, this is not an April Fool's joke. <laughs> no, going on early, we are serious. It is opening. April 1st. I am very excited about this. Um, the menu has been crafted by Chef Noah Estabrook and pastry chef Christine Farmer. So you're going to see both updated classics as well as new delights on the menu. Uh, They've got an artisan bowl of sourdough that looks absolutely amazing. It is baked in-house at the Grand Floridian. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, bisques are like my thing. I love any kind of seafood bisques. And they will be seeing a return of the bisque here. Just the lobster bisque, of course. But what's cool is they are now going to be doing a uh, table side presentation with it. Uh, they've I, I mean, who, the food looks amazing. The pictures that they've posted so far. Uh, and one of the new starters they have is called beef and ricotta tortellini. And it's served mm -hmm. with a luscious brown butter. I love me some brown butter. That's like, oh, oh, I love to yeah. do at home. Uh, parsnip puree and sultan, uh, sultana raisins. Uh, there is also the ocean-inspired charcuterie board. Very interesting. It features ahi tuna pastrami, charred octopus, and house-made sausage from the sea. <laughs> it looks, the plating looks amazing. Man, it does. Wow. The next dish I can't wait to try. Uh, this is going to be the signature dish. It is blackened redfish. I love me some black and red fish, but this is served with crispy chorizo sun choke hash with hominy, Florida sweet corn, and red pepper brulee. It looks, all this stuff looks so good. I'm wow. like, I don't know what I would want to get. I will keep reading and I'll tell you what I'll get, <laughs> unless you want me to keep reading. I, I'll read because this looks great. I'll go the okay. roasted vegetable pella, pa paella. Yeah. 
Aiea, yeah, thank you, which is a market vegetables, cannellini beans, and preserved artichoke finished with charred Meyer lemons or Meyer lemons. So, and really then good. this, this is what I would get right here. This next one, the dry aged pork ribeye chop served with creamy goat cheese, potato pave, I believe, uh -huh. and turnips with onion jam and a touch of fig juice which is like aju, but it's fig juice. So that, that I think that's my winner right there. Uh, you could also get uh, the chef has a plancha seared scallops with Persian gnocchi and, and a surf and turf also. Uh, this surf and turf will feature tender filet mignon and butter poached lobster tail uh, on the menu for new and returning guests to indulge. Mm -mm. So yeah, surf and turf or drive dry pork chop that ribeye chop that's mine and if you want to talk about the desserts because oh, these I'm gonna pictures... talk about this. I, I just got to talk about the one and then you can take over from there because okay. my biggest concern was them eliminating my favorite dessert at walt disney world uh-oh and i don't like cheesecake but this is amazing cheesecake chef christine's Almond crusted cheesecake with Lambert cherry sauce and Chantilly cream is returning. Sold. <laughs> I am so excited. I mean, I'll just go, hey, put the cherries off to the side. Somebody else can eat them. <laughs> maybe they'll do I'm about to say maybe they could do oh. a different sauce. Oh, Lambert cherry. Yeah, that's mm, that's it's something really I would definitely I, Yeah. Yeah, the Lambert cherry sauce. If I wasn't allergic to it, I don't know. I'd be <laughs> still like have a little bit of it, you know, just have my EpiPen on hand. Just have it. I'm not actually saying you have an EpiPen next to you. You can enjoy it. Uh, so I will talk about the the berry pavlova, uh, which is uh, fresh berries and citrus delicacy placed over meringue and yuzu cremex. I feel cremu or I believe it's French. Cre cremo. Cremo yes. finished with the tableside pour of Anglaise. And the picture on this looks so good. Wow. These are just amazing. The pineapple Bavarios is truly a work of art. Roasted pineapple center and house-made blackberry buttermilk ice cream. O-M-G. They're almost <laughs> too pretty to eat. I know. I, I I just when it comes to presentation, you know, I'm I'm for it, but I'm not I'm not for it just because I'm like it's gonna be demolished once it's in front of me. So <laughs> yeah, it looks great for two seconds, but then I'm just like ah. so. Uh, and then if you uh, need a couple of drinks, they have their signature Empress Lime Gimlet, which is a twist on a classic Gimlet with Empress Gin, Rocky Botanical Liqueur, and Cold Press Lime. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. definitely kind of drink right there yeah even those look good wow so this so they've when did they close they closed i don't know i you know I remember you guys I, talking about it i remember talking about it but i couldn't even tell you what season it was oh if we if we didn't do do shows a week i might be able to remember <laughs> remember stuff yeah so many shows we do that i can't yeah so yeah. you can start making reservations uh, March 1st, and they will be opening April 1st. This is, once again, this is not an April Fool's joke. 
So, mm, 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 yeah. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I will say for those who are interested in the Ocean Inspired Charcuterie Board, which looks incredible, that is 28 Just to kind of give you an idea of some of the, some of the pricing. Um the bisque table side is 18 which that's not that's not bad at all it's only up a couple anything ta- anything table side presentation that's under 20 bucks is that's about to go for it mm-hmm. <laughs> um the dishes uh such as like the golf shrimp the black and red fish things like that they are going to range from 46 to 59 I mean, that's not bad. Um, 59 is going to be for 12 ounce prime New York strip steak. Yeah, that's, that's that's your probably your average Disney price when it comes, especially at the Grand Floridian. So the surf and turf option is 87. So that's, that's quite a jump, but I'm hoping it's a good size lobster tail. I'm hoping it's a good size lobster tail, not your eight ounce, hopefully maybe a 12 ounce. Yeah. And then your uh new pork ribeye chop is 46. Mm. Oh, sold. I buy give me two. <laughs> it's a it's a six ounce filet mignon. It's a six ounce? Eh, that's a filet, yes. I mean you're that's your average that's price, you know, size, yeah. Surf and turf. Hoping it's a bigger lobster tail. I mean, so I know so I know at a blue bayou, it's I think it is in an eight ounce lobster tail, not a six ounce, like some, like you get at the store. Some it's like six to 10 ounces. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see. I mean, and the thing is, is everything has gone up in price. Just I know. So it's one of those things that, you know, something they said today that, you know, price of going to the supermarket rose 11% from last year, but you know, it's, it's yeah it's gonna happen and uh, yeah when i remember in 2020 you could get a dozen eggs for 59 cents some some weeks back in my day and now don't even talk about i'm at costco and i'm just like where's all they have a stock full of eggs in two hours it's depleted even with the price being that much, I'm just like, well, if you know they're buying them, I got to start investing in chickens now. <laughs> <laughs> Have your own little, your own little farm. Sell some eggs on the side, you know. <laughs> I'll tell you, Al John had brought home some farm fresh eggs from a friend. Oh yeah, 
Oh, I'll tell you, though, that's the one difference um, that I notice when I travel to Europe is that you see a lot of farm fresh eggs being served at restaurants and everything. And the way you can tell is that yolk is is a yellow is orangey almost orangey. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. Exactly. And it has a slightly different taste. Better. They're, they're amazing. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's why was my question. How orange were those yolks? <laughs> well, you know, part of it is the fact that there's a bird flu, you know, that, that hurts the birds, that hurts the chickens. So that's part part of the, the main reason that's uh, that eggs are we're so experiencing ex right now, you know, and nobody knows how long it's going to last. But there there was recently an outbreak of the bird flu for chicken. Oh, wow. Did not know that. That came back. Mm-hmm. You gotta keep your chickens away from new chickens. Or if you're sick, <laughs> if you're sick, don't go near your chickens. <laughs> is, what, is it the pig? Is, yeah, is the pig flu gonna come back? What was it, pig flu or something like that? Yes, swine that? flu. <laughs> well, swine flu, that's what it was, yeah. Yeah, let's hope that doesn't come back. No, stay, stay away. Germs, stay away. Okay, so on to the next Next topic is the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. Oh, I'll talk about this. Okay, yeah. I'm a little bit jealous still because we don't have one here, but they took it away. So this, this story is going to sting a little bit when you talk about it. <laughs> okay. So reservations are going to be highly, highly, highly recommended. This restaurant will open March 23rd. You can get reservations. As of right now, you can get them. The full menu. So we know the, the pricing as well. It's going to be 45 for adults and 25 for kids, which is ages three to nine. And they're going to have the Prospector's homemade cheddar biscuits served with sweet pepper jelly. There's also going to be salad to enjoy for the tomato. Uh, they have, uh, for the table, sorry, they have tomato salad, romaine, and kale salad, as well as a watermelon salad. Ooh. Cheddar biscuits look amazing. Al John's favorite part of the meal is going to be the house smoked meats. I'm sure that's going to be your favorite part as well, Bubba. It's my favorite part, yes. <laughs> so the platter will include ribs, beef brisket, pork sausage, and barbecue chicken. If you are vegan or vegetarian, they have a plant-based option, a slow-smoked cauliflower, a bratwurst, which I don't know what they use to make that. It's in, it's in quotations too, uh, so yeah. yeah. Um, and the impossible rib chop. That's rib chop all, all is also in quotations. So mm -hmm. yeah. all of the entrees will be served with a, an assortment of sweet, traditional, and spicy barbecue sauces, and I will probably be asking for more of the spicy. <laughs> uh, sides that are included are going to be corn on the cob, baked beans, potato salad, roasted vegetables, 
veggie slaw, mac and cheese, fried pickles, and loaded potato barrels. You will have to select four of those. You don't get all of them. You pick four. <laughs> Why? Man, those look all look good. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else do we have? Oh, of course. The sweet the dessert. So the options include a chocolate silk pie, apple pie, peach strawberry pie, a chocolate cake cupcake with forky as its star, and a lemon and blueberry cheesecake. Oh my goodness. That's gonna be a hard one to choose from. And they're all like little cups too, those desserts. They're it's not actual cake, but you know, the little cup desserts. But the uh the forky ones are very cute. They are. I like those. Uh they will have some alcoholic and non-alcoholic drinks that you can order to pay for separately. So uh it's not too bad considering some of the other uh, family style restaurant uh, pricing. This is going to be a little more, but that I mean, it's kind of to be expected. It is a lot of meats. Um, I am reading what the drinks are, the alcoholic beverages. They look pretty good. They have a snake eye margarita, which features watermelon smoke and a bit of spice. Ooh, uh, Rattler's rum punch. Uh, passion fruit pineapple finished with a smoky spice garnish, a grown up ish or grown ups iced chocolate rum. And okay, it's got chocolate rum, horchata liqueur, cocoa, and toasted marshmallow flavoring. I like uh, that. Grown ups PB or peanut butter and jelly. Nice little twist on that. A I'm winning in winning whiskey lemon. I'm hoping I'm saying that. Uh, Tennessee whiskey with Italian bitters, aper, apertif, I believe, yeah, and a rodeo mule uh, with uh, mixed vodkas garnished uh, with ginger or with ginger beer and fresh juices. So nice, cool drinks they got for that. Woody's Roundup, man. Yeah. Speaking of margaritas, mm -hmm. I realized today is National Margarita Day. It is no margarita mix at home, so I couldn't even have a margarita. Oh, you better like Instacart it or Uber eat something. I know. <laughs> I have to have a margarita today tonight when I go DJ. So, man, I'd love I love to have me a margarita, but I got the kids all day. There's nobody, nobody to drive them or watch them. <laughs> it's nighttime. They're in bed. <laughs> Now they are, but I can't leave them at home alone. <laughs> okay, I think at everything, I think it is. I think so. Yeah. It was a lot of food news, so. Yes, lots of food news. Thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. If you enjoy what we do, please support the show. You can do so by becoming a supporter on Anchor, or you can head over to Dining at Disney or check out in the show notes and shop our links. We've got Amazon, Disney Store, Kingdom Stroller, and Garden Grocer. 
Bubba, do you want to tell everyone where they could find us? Dining at Disney.com. You could also find us on all our social media pages, Dining at Disney. Just search for that name right there and you'll find us all over the internet. You can find me on Instagram at big underscore Bubba underscore B. Uh, and if uh, once again, if you're traveling anywhere, if you want to go for Disney World for the first time, like I need to uh, just contact her right there, Kristen theme parks and cruises at gmail.com and al john where can everybody find you oh sure when i can <laughs> oh, find me on instagram.com forward slash al john go thank you for joining us and then uh, you can also check out our sister podcast we have a great time on those we have the uh skull rock podcast we, I've got, I've got i can't even talk because We've... my throat hurts so Skull Rock, Skull Rock Podcast with Al and Dave Bosser, who will be on Monday's show, so you don't want to miss that. And if you like bite-sized podcasts, check out Cats Eat the Pictures, where she combines food as well as movies together. And if you want to follow her on Instagram, she's at Catastrophe, C-A-T underscore A-S-T, R O P H E. And until next time, I'm Kristen. With me was Bubba, Al John, <laughs> Bon Appetit. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment and informational purposes. All other trademarks mentioned are the property of their respective owners.